0: And salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 79 of the Oak and Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross.
1: I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Devin
0: Green. I'm
2: Joshua Unruh.
0: And the monsters are returning to Oklahoma City with the Underground Monster Carnival. We are so Rawr. excited to welcome back Art for Sunday. A
2: Yay! Hi. Um, well, it's great to be here for sure.
3: <laughs> we yeah, love always love <laughs> having you. We love having you. We love your shop. I've gotten so many shirts from his shop. Yeah, <laughs> and
4: she paid for at least six of them. Yeah, dead minimum of the twelve verified. Well, the, ones, the ones that made it out. My yes. favorite
3: one that I got was is the Oki Punk one.
2: Oh that yeah, that one's oh, my favorite. Oh yeah, uh,
3: and I wear that with pride. I went to California and I wore that one. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, just gonna let everybody like wrap know. Them. You're yeah.
2: just like, you're like Nikki's chief export is skeptical looks. Oki Punk. His first things. Know. It, and, you know, and then and they then met me,
3: and then they're like, dude, she's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then I gave legitimacy to Oklahoma. You're welcome. There you
4: mm-hmm. go. And everybody's like, so there's more than cowboys? Well, they're cowboy punks, and they're cowboy buffaloes, but they're also punk. Like, I talked to one buffalo, and he was all like, Oi. I was going to say,
3: all the buffalo I've met are
1: punk as hell. Everyone yeah. asked
3: yeah. me if I was Native American when I was California, yeah. and I was like, cheekbones. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind <laughs> the buffalo.
2: Here's the Sex Pistols.
1: <laughs> yeah. You and Benton yeah. could like mob into California and they'd be like, wow, they really do all have Native American blood in them. <laughs>
2: They've true. got yeah,
0: cheekbones everybody. for the
3: days cheek- there. Cheekbones. And perfectly straight hair. I never fooled anybody hair.
0: when I was from Oklahoma. Never yeah. at any point did anyone ever ask me if I have Native American right. blood in me.
3: Yeah, you can tell you know, that I'm from around here. Uh, that's I'm about the, as white as you get. Cheekbones are Pasty people. insurpassable. Percent.
2: I'm just trying to hold
3: Cherokee mine back. people. I don't know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Art. Yeah. Art. Art.
0: We want to tell you. Uh, okay. The Underground Monster Carnival. What is uh, what's going on next weekend, right?
4: Yep. Next weekend at the uh, Hobby Arts and Craft Building, which is the one by the uh, the big uh, like uh, McDonald Archie looking single arch thing. St. Louis uh,
1: arch replica. Yeah. It's like a tiny St.
3: Louis
4: yeah. replica. Yeah. But it's without like tiny. you know, but without the St. Louisy parts. Yeah.
0: Without <laughs> <laughs> a whole bunch of tourists actually going to.
3: And the space <laughs> noodle, right. the space noodle is pretty close to it too. Yeah. Did yeah. you mm-hmm. just
2: say space noodle? I said space, space <laughs> noodle. <laughs> well, it's yeah. not
1: quite a needle, so. It's
2: no, is
0: space, the space noodle.
4: Is still space there? noodle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And don't forget, yeah.
2: it is the
4: highlight of that at the fairgrounds. They do have that gazebo there, which mm-hmm. is uh, you know big enough for like the small like band to be like.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. like,
4: like a, one of those kind of gazebos
0: it's like o,
2: like an oompa yeah old it? school yeah like yeah. A, uh, it's a it's a, very much where like where Ollie per, per.
1: proposed to uh, Felic- uh, Felicity I
3: have no idea what sorry. you're
0: talking sorry yes yeah, right. oh, yes Arrow i don't don't
3: watch that you know what i know watch is criminal minds
2: control yourselves children underground monster criminal and besides you know
4: the only way he could really propose is he has to be like hey felicity i just want to oh oh forgot. oh
2: sorry i did my voice box was on felicity you know you're so hot girl i just like man yeah yeah. he should have used uh like a proposal arrow yeah yeah, he should have, he should have, he should have, he should have he he stunned Talk her. Talk
1: about missed chances. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, not kidding. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, guys, remember when they had Wi-Fi arrows? Yeah. Remember when trick yeah. arrows was a thing instead uh-huh. of just, you know, sadness and hate? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And sorry. Lines. Anyway. Anyway. So dark. Oh, and isn't it the
4: end? Instead of says, I want to, I will avenge you. He's like, I will marry the city. That's. <laughs> So, so, yeah. That's a good thing about Arrow. You know, it, it, Oliver it, Queen. You know, you know, Arrow is like one of those shows where it's like they won't, you can't figure out why they, they can't make an, uh, a Batman TV show anymore, but they can afford to make like every other character and stuff. Yeah. So you always have to kind Batman. of live. So mm-hmm. you get to live through all those other characters. So when I, I want Batman, I watch the Daredevil and I watch Arrow back to back. And it's kind of like, wow, it's like I got almost two like universes got that are almost the same. Mm-hmm. It's so
0: close.
2: Mm-hmm. But yet
3: not. But I yeah. yet. So I'm on Oliver season Oliver Queen, you have, you have you have failed this proposal of criminal, mind. <laughs> of criminal minds. <laughs> Just, out of eleven. Nope.
2: Nope. 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 nope.
3: nope. Pass. And I'm gonna heart, watch heart, all pass. of lie, lie to me next because oh. I'm gonna, I do, do, do Children. That. Children. Okay, anyway, okay. <laughs> season three just came on Netflix. Okay. Children. Oh, For oh, those that need to so know. Good. Underground comedy. We'll girl, get to Underground Comedy. We, we haven't seen each other. What? In like now, lie
4: to me. Is that that show that's got the guy from Killing Zoe in it?
3: Tim, Tim Roth? Roth.
0: Yeah, It
4: is
3: fantastic. And he's
4: also the guy that's like, stick him in the Hulk with that thing from <laughs> Pulp <Pope> Fiction. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, And was he also yeah. in the Hulk?
3: yes he was yeah. in the he Hulk was in he the was Hulk. the best thing in the Hulk because yeah. the Hulk sucks. he proceeds to die all the way you through you mean the Reservoir Incredible dogs. Hulk like, that's whichever Hulk. all the Hulk's are best the Incredible see, Hulk see this is the yes. point no, where you not, would accu- have cued the yes. Hulk no. see,
4: see this is where you would have cued the, yeah, no. the Hulk music so it would have been like dun 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 yeah dun, the sad, dun, dun. I, got sad little, I got my
0: little I got my thumb
2: out for the hitchhiking
4: Right. dun 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 dun
2: I love the sad Hitchhiker music. That show is friggin' depressing, you guys. It is. I
0: I watched it again. Yeah, and then as we get to that last little piano pit. Mm -hmm. And then as the music's coming up, you hear next on the Dukes, Mo and Luke find out their car's not quite running. Oh, my God. Stay tuned. (laughs)
3: So, me That's what it was That's, really
4: like.
0: Yeah. C- coming up on the Star Wars Holiday yeah, Special. It's yeah. so
3: good. Next, oh, Battlestar hey.
0: Galactica. Battlestar
3: Galactica. All right. So,
4: yeah, but Monster Carnival, yeah.
3: It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's thank kinda, you for that much-needed yeah. segue. It's kind of yeah.
4: like this
2: conversation.
4: It's, it's yeah.
3: everything. Yes. And anything, yeah, really. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is funny because the show does encompass so many different people and styles and things that over the years, I kind of... Uh, you know, people will say, well, you know, what kind of costumes do you think, you know? And you're like, well, you know, there's the superhero ones and the Star Wars ones and the Ghostbuster ones. But then there's, like, the people that dress up like Life After Beth or, like, people that dress up in really obscure stuff from, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Or they just dress up like stuff from The Purge or modern movies or they, you know, dress up like whatever. But I try to always encourage it because I think, like, you know, if you go online and you become a part of a cosplay scene, you start seeing like a top ten of like everybody in the country all wearing the same mm-hmm. type of things, mm-hmm. and they all have the costumes from the same people they order them from, and mm-hmm. and it gets away from the person that's like, well, I'm going to take and take a bunch of trash, and I'm going to glue it all to myself, and I'm going to be, you know, blah 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 blah, and then people see it and go, oh my gosh, look like how awesome that that trash guy's costume is, and then <laughs> and then it becomes like one of the top ten for a minute, you yeah. know, well, what
3: are, yeah. Well, I, to give an example to that what I saw one where they were the grandma from Mulan Yes. so good I mean oh, it was yeah. amazing and like you, of course there was not another one like it at the whole show but they like had the little cricket and like an apple and they were like they did their makeup to look old and everything and they were the grandma from Boulogne well, and it l- l- just l- like l- last year just she's so all. sassy in that movie uh-huh. so That's you know she's, she's totally in character and being sassy to everybody she's like you're never gonna find a man well, that way I can well, actually sure.
2: see that this is a person who woke up cosplay person woke up and was like what costume 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 I put together where I just get to sass the hell out <laughs> of everybody. Right? Because at the end of the day, my real skill is not cosplay, it's sassing the hell out of
0: everybody. Exactly. So, you just
1: need to make the outside match the inside. Right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nikki, remember last year at Super VidCon, there was the young lady who dressed up as the cop Receptionist from Oh Zutopia. yeah, from yeah. Zootopia, and she yeah. was on. It was playing. Yeah. Oh, she carrying around some donuts. No, no. The yeah. entire time. Yeah, yeah. and
3: She is just like, oh, she uh, was on the Khajiit point. The Kajit
2: with the animatronic face creeped me out.
3: Uh, oh, he was yeah. cool. Yeah. Was cool. Oh, that wasn't. That was at a, a, a different, different con. K- that was yeah. a different was con, was a con
2: same, but still. So cosplay, big part of Underground Monster Carnival.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, and and it's uh, well, it's funny because like when I started it back in the day in Tulsa. I had I knew that most of my friends at the time, you know, would come dressed up regardless if there was a reason because they they dress up no at parties. reason because they just do yeah right. they just you know they would just have costume parties or something so I you know never really realized it so but over the years I can look at all the pictures and it's funny because honestly you do like. You always have that one person that'll be like some crazy thing out of the video game. Like last year, we had a guy that dressed up like Bioshock. And he was was like, you know, and he came and had this, you know, great costume on. And then at the same time, you know, we had this whole group of little children and their parents were uh, lyric costume people. Because it's funny because with the lyric theater being right beside us, it's amazing. I don't, I don't really think that the lyric people are really paying attention to what we're doing, you know, for the most part, but I see them and all their kids at all my shows, you know, and their kids will like last year, their their kids all dressed up like, um, like a six shooter and all the puppet master kids. And so they look like puppet master, like (laughs) 1980s. Right. And here's here's this little kid who's a puppet, who's the six shooter and he's got his six arms and he's all walking around and stuff. And my buddy Stutta, who's there, uh, who's also one of the guest hosts that does it. He's a local hip hop performer and he makes clothes and does all this stuff. And he, uh, You know, was taking pictures with him, and Stud is like, "Wow, what's that? You know, what's that kid dressed like?" And it's funny because Stud is thirty, and I was like, "Well, back in the day, they had this uh, (laughs) this guy named Charles Band would put together these movies, and they'd make no sense, but if people buy them, I don't know,
3: (laughs) they loved
0: them, (laughs) and 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 they'll
4: go to Texas Frightmare just to go see him and buy those movies again, you know. But it's funny because I always, I'm always surprised because just when I think you're going to see nothing but, say, Harley Quinn's, or you're going to see nothing but this or that. People always will surprise you. Like, I, you know, by probably my second year, I had, you know, 19 holoquins. And this is before the movies or anything. And then the year that I thought I would get them, because the movie had just happened, everybody was dressed like... All the girls were all dressed like Fury Road boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And a <laughs> gaggle of war Shiny girls. and chrome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, and so it's funny, because, like, this year... Uh, the girl that did the War Boys and stuff there, she's told me she's going to dress like Nightcrawler, but the one from like uh, the Chris Claremont 80s era with the blue, with the red little tights and, uh-huh. and stuff. And so she was showing me her tail that she had made. And um, and then, of course, you know, you get Fierce the other shoulder yeah, pads on that. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yes. And then you get the other people like last year we had a, a girl, uh, Kit. Uh, she's her name's Kit Compton, and she goes to all the co- shows and she dressed up as um, Lady Death last year. And uh, I took for fun and just tagged the guy that, you know, actually designed Lady Death and drew it and thought, well, you know, what the heck. And he actually reposted her post, my post, and liked both of them and gave us props, oh, nice. you know, for doing it's it. Oh, yeah. nice. cool. And uh, then one year, we had a girl dressed like Agent Carter, and my wife, for the fun of it, didn't think this either. She tags Agent Carter, doesn't forget it. And, you know, they had a million point something on their site. And they had reposted our picture of our show and talked about it and said, oh, look, someone from Oklahoma is dressed like Agent Carter. Probably because they're like, is there Indians there? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Agent Carter. Aren't they all nice. just teepees? And well, yeah. Agent point, Carter,
2: I guess. Yeah. At this point, Oklahoma City may have more people dressed as Peggy Carter than as Cowboys. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. I could Truth. name several. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I cannot dress like Peggy. Not to Peggy. mention Peggy Carter tattoos. You could. Yeah. No, yeah. I, know, I don't think I have the perception fully supportive. I could um. do Agent Hill, though. Yes.
0: You could do it. Oh, Colby ball, Smothers. Smothers. Yeah. Can, can, can you
4: just hear the Google pages opening right now totally. across the nation? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I had to I think of
2: it. I still don't think ball. of her yeah. from the movies because I hated her in the comic books for years before she was in the movies. <laughs> so I'm always like, is she in the movies? Because she's not terrible. Right. She's wallpaper. It's in well, the movies, it's, it yeah. actually, and you I know. was I
0: was kind of disappointed at how uh, Colby Smolders, Smolders played. Smolders, uh, S- Smithers, Smothers, whoever Smothers, Brothers? Jefferson, what Small. Airplane? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, didn't,
3: play I didn't like associated. the way
0: she actually anyway. played Agent segment. Hill. I thought Maria Airplane, Hill, Striker. Striker, Striker, Striker.
2: <laughs> What's your vector, Victor?
0: All right, uh, uh, I picked a bad week to quit sniffing glue. We'll be okay. here all week. Awesome.
2: <laughs> okay, is there a cosplay contest, yes. or is it just show up in your gear? Actually,
4: the times are all. You know, th- this is basically probably much what it's going to be like, but, uh, you know, there, there's times are subject to change without notice. And we, so, yeah. so basically uh, I uh, at five o'clock will be doing um, our uh, monster fashion show, which will have on uh, a bebop this year. Who's from Velvet Monkey and a uh, second skin will do all the makeup and you can find them on Instagrams and all that. Okay. Hold and, on. I'm uh, sorry.
2: The, for, for point of order, 5 p.m. Friday.
4: Yeah, well about yeah, 5 p.m. yeah, is when it the, all starts.
2: Hold on, I'm checking the calendar. I mean, 5 p.m. Friday. The, I thought it was on Saturday. Oh, Saturday. No, 5 yeah. p.m. Saturday. Yeah, okay, right, okay. Yeah. Saturday the 4th at 5 yeah. p.m. is when the fashion show is subject to change. Okay. Yeah.
4: And then after the fashion show, we'll have that go on and then uh, 6 To seven, we'll have the Kids Costume Contest, which is for whoever wants to be a kid, basically. We have little kids that want to be adults, and adults want to be kids. We don't care. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's really just about, like, to me, I'm not a big competition-style person. But, you know, people like the competition thing, so we kind of fill that in. But I try to also be fair with it versus homemade costumes, store-bought costumes, leftover Halloween costumes, and just also being fair to, like... You know, you got the little baby girl, bunny rabbit, and you got the other little kid, and and each person's, like, got different degrees of it, and so...
2: Well, then you get six-shooter. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how do I judge this? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, how
4: do you judge that? And you judge, like, you know, like some kid, like, dressed just like Zelda, and it's, like, you know, perfect costume and sword and looks just like it and everything, and then you got the kid that's dressed just like a gremlin, and it's all completely handmade and homemade, but it's also... You know, it's like just like when you're younger and you go to a contest and it's like I remember we had a thing at Freakers Ball every year in Tulsa at the Canes and all these people would make homemade costumes, but the people always won were either girl wearing nothing but toilet paper or... The guy dressed like Predator because people were like, "Oh my God, that
3: guy's dressed like Predator."
4: Because people had never seen that level of cosplay, you know, yeah, that long yeah. ago. And so now the level of cosplay is so beyond. The bar
3: is so high yeah, now that it's like
4: <laughs> that. It's oh like you gosh. got people that'll email me from Dallas that's only coming because they want to compete. Not even if they win anything, great, just so they can have a like wherever. Well, these, they
2: spend so long on the
4: costume; yeah, they want people to yeah, see them in yeah. right? And yeah. so, like, uh, you know, we got that. And then when that's over, we'll have the uh, which will start about seven. We'll have the adult costume contest, uh, which will be both girls and guys and everybody and couples and whoever. And then at 8 o'clock will be the the sideshow. So with like the adult costume contest, it's the same way. You could be in the girls or boys or just whatever, you know, whatever you choose to be, it's, it's, all, it's all fine to me. Mm-hmm. And so what my wife does, she goes off and she uh, gets uh, different special effects artists or people that have won the costume contest several times to actually be the judges. So... Uh, and, and there's, and there's a lot, like six, probably six judges for each thing. So it's, it's so broad that we don't have like one person who's like the elitist. that's like that kid's, I don't like that kid's shoes. Or you get the one that's like, from a passing point of view, that's like, damn, that kid's shoes is the best part of that costume. And then you got the other person who's like only concerned about the makeup or whatever. But it's good because, you know, they're all experts in their own right. You know, like one of the judges, for instance, um, Man, he's been involved in so many different projects, but don't really take the credit. Like he went to Tom Savini Effect school and, you know, worked with like different horror films and stuff. But when he came here, he would meet guys and he would just get involved and say, look, just pay me. I don't you can take all the whatever claim. I don't really care. People know I do it. I just want to get paid for the job. Mm-hmm. And so I get him to do it because he's like the most humblest movie rock star at my show that when, that people don't even realize is there, you know, just because he comes in hangs out, walks around, talks, but is like you know super successful doing things but it's but it's always been, kind of been like that, you know, like my friend Lee, who's been on the, who's part of Negan's gang on The Walking Dead, you know, his debut was at my show when he first started like in Tulsa, and so he came for like two years and was sitting there like telling people he was an actor, and they're like, really, you're an actor, you really are you know I mean really like you know convincing people that he could act and doing it, and he did it for so long that now like he's been on T V every single time Negan's shown up, he's like his right hand man in that show. And it's mm-hmm. funny because Devin I'm thinking, is Devin is here I am, for
1: that thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Negan I like I'm Negan is my favorite storyline, like oh, yeah. <laughs> book and show. So, well, it's yeah. great
4: because, you know, like uh, with the Negan storyline, it's opened up a lot more acting jobs on that show. Mm-hmm. And that's why people people kind of forget, like they go, oh, The Walking Dead, you know, I really I mean, personally, I could just watch the show if it was just zombie killings. Like that's why I watch V Nation, just because it's right. zombie killings. Like it should just say. Zombie killing.
1: Yeah, and mm. as, as opposed Zination. to as opposed to Walking Dead, which oh we call uh, people argue and sometimes zombies show up. Yeah, like
3: that's the the yeah. flip side of that. Yeah, because sometimes I'm I just so like happy to see you it. mentioned Z Nation though, because I absolutely love that show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I just—I just, the one with 10K in it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 10K is my I absolute just, favorite. I just always
4: love zombie stuff, you know, and if it was for me, people always email me or ask me. They'll say, what was your favorite this, and what was your favorite that, or what should I dress like? And I'm always like, well, I think you should dress like, you know, Train to Busan, which is a new Korean zombie movie, or mm. I think you should do this. And these kids are like, what? What's that? <laughs> like, like, uh-huh. like they, they have all the knowledge of, of so much, but they have so little knowledge of so many things, you know? And it's funny because... I always kind of say it's like this like when I used to go to anime shows I'd meet like really hardcore anime people and they'd just be like man I know all about Gundam and can break it all down and everything and I'd be like oh so you ever watch like Transor-Z or Shogun you know all the old school stuff and they're like what
3: mm-hmm. yeah. and
4: they kind of forget that there was an entire world before like they just got in before the before Americans accepted it you know like mm. when, when Robotech made it on TV after Robotech made Good it on times. TV it basically <laughs> it, it basically Gave a flood of like, well, what else is over there? Mm-hmm. You know what else Giant can we robots, bring? You yeah. say, yeah, <laughs> that's right. that's and okay. so and mine. so, okay. it's like that's always been one of my favorite type of you know genre is the zombie type of genre and uh, sci-fi type of stuff. But I just always you know think it's it's great to encourage people to you know totally get out of that that box or just you know for one you know I think it's good because it's like you know people say, gosh, you have a lot of uh, you know older. You know, older, well, to a young person, like 30-year-olds at your show that dress up and 40-year-olds that dress up and, like, 50-year-olds that dress up. And, and, uh, and I'm just always like, well, you know, sometimes you get to the age where you live a conformed life and you live a, you dress the same way and you've always shopped at these places and you don't really take any chances and you don't, don't even maybe change your, your, your fingernail color. But at the Monster Carnival, people come and they convert to – they'll dress like guys. They'll they'll Mm -hmm. have a statement that they're trying to say, but they're not really saying it because they feel like I'm really safe at this because they hear I'm not being judged by what my look or what I'm about or who I am or my color because freak everybody yeah (laughs) you know and everybody's dressed up and it's like my wife always said she goes you know we wish that like spray tanning would be open for more than just brown. Like, what if you could go spray tan yourself blue and green and pink and red? And it was so popular that people could dye themselves I'm different colors. I'm, yes. I am firmly blue. Yeah. Because if you could dye yourself a different color, just imagine how much it would change the way people felt. Because uh-huh. then you have to be mad at all the people that dress like pink or to people that all dress it'd like that. Like, it'd yeah. be like the stars, Wait, the, pink, the, the the stars on ours. It'd be I'm like the, the, the,
0: the Dr. Seuss, uh, the, mm-hmm. the stars. The Sneetches. The stars. Yeah, yeah stars. the Sneetches and the stars. The Starbelly Sneetches so and So if the... everybody was, if people went, well, they're pink, and oh, well, these people yeah. are green, and these people are fuchsia, and these people... It, yeah, it'd open up a whole lot more yeah. to just, yeah. You know.
1: Well, and you've touched on a really important point, which is this, I feel like the Underground Monster Carnival and, and its ilk... I think you guys do a fantastic job of it whereas some you know we we talked a little bit before the air about creating like a safe space but like i think that is you know it is the best example of creating a safe space where you are able to express yourself and you know there there's no room for judgment you know oh yeah you know there are 18 sherlocks but there's also you know
3: and no one's going to judge me. If and I have the Sherlock's or
2: girls.
1: A, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what I mean, that's what I mean. It's like, you, she, know, a guy, locks.
2: you ju- she locks, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it just, it opens, like you were saying, it opens it up for just to express yourself yeah. and, you know.
4: And it's like, I always go back to San Diego Comic Con, you know, back in the day, back before it became the super show it is, is like, you know, going to it early in the years when it's like 80% guys and all the vendors are guys, of course, and all the, everybody's like, so like-minded. And then you walk out the door and, like, you go see, like, the Circle Jerks that night and the Butthole Surfers, you know, because you're in California and it's, like, within a block, you're like, oh, my gosh, super diversity. And then I'm going to go to this drag club and see the Thrill Kill cult. But I'm going to go to San yeah, Diego Comic-Con and be like, and now we have this uh, another uh, – does anybody ever see Book Rogers? Because of- yeah. I mean, it's funny, and yeah. now it's a multi-billion-dollar event <laughs> where it's, like, we all been like this their whole time, and they really haven't, you know. Yeah. It's funny because it's, like – I grew up with four sisters and all four of my sisters love the stuff that I like to watch too. So it'd be wrong for me to think that only guys like right. blood or totally. or whatever. Yeah. And and I think we live in a world now where more and more people see it and they agree it and they understand it because I think that's why you get like, you know, a lot more like interest in like like for instance, I just I never intentionally tried to do it, but it's like when I got offered vendors at my show and I got probably $800, 900 this year that I turned down. I get a, I get a lot of different people from all over the country, guys and girls and different ethnic Greek things. And and for me, it's like their product and what they do is important. But also too, it's like the people that really don't just text you and be like, yeah, can I get a booth? And that's it. Like, yeah. what do you sell? You know, yeah, it's, what what, you, what is your thing? It's right. you know, to wait, me, wait. what's exciting is is when they when you call them up and they're like, man, I'll be honest, this is my first year and I've never done this. And my friend Susie and me, Will we come to your show and dress up, but. I've never, you know, whatever, and I'm like, I'm gonna pick you over 600 mm-hmm. professional people sure. because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how to be more professional and how to help yourself. But I want you to do it because my show, like I said, the, the day I'm put in a grave and I'm a dead, dead person, I can't put anything. I can't put my Snake Plissken action figure in there with me, and I can't put my X Men giant size number one all the things that I collected or all the things that I do is going to be in the memories of the people standing around it. And, Mm -hmm. and if there's a young girl there, that's like, man, this guy gave me a start at a convention and changed my whole entire life. Or there's a guy there that's like, man, I wrote this book and I'm from Enid and, and I got it. Now I write 40 books and I've made movies or, My friend, like Lee, you know, who's on The Walking Dead, you know, where he couldn't get a convention. And I was like, well, man, if you come from Tennessee, I'll give you a free booth just because you're driving from Tennessee (laughs) and stuff. And so, you know, he drove down and wore his costume and, you know, gave out his stuff. And people were receptive because I do a local show. So I'm not trying to bring in a
2: bunch of like, oh, this is uh, this is you. Yeah. Is is he doing that again? Because I think Devin would like to fangirl for Lee a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, in your Negan uh, cosplay. And so and so. and so yeah it's funny because it's like oh, i
1: could do a girl you know. negan yeah. oh my god um, called it no. just just then just, no, just that no, just
3: happened no. <laughs> multiple
2: girl negans we can both and be negan. the we girls can be
3: negan. negan yeah who's the sidekick guy what's his name lee lee, lee my friend's lee yeah, yeah yeah i could be lee yeah, I'll be the girl. yeah. Actually, <laughs> there you go actually <laughs> lee's
4: also his truck actually got on the walking dead too oh, uh, nice. this right, the preseason this he's actually sitting on his truck He's actually sitting on the truck with the uh, the when they turn the corner and you see all those guys lined up. Oh, in the picture, dude, my yeah. My friend is sitting on the truck, and then another picture in the Rolling Stone magazine where it's got Negan. The guy right there is my friend Lee holding the gun, and then he's also one of the guys that took the weapons away during the big you know kill scene. Oh, seat. yeah. And uh, he crashed that motorcycle because he does stunt work <gasps> oh, too. Oh, dude. And okay. And so he basically is. Yeah, a, he's
1: need- he's gonna need to be yeah. there. I'm gonna fangirl. <laughs>
4: and so it's it's kind of funny because it's like, you know, when you when you. See those young people and they call you you think about all the people that went on to be like well Lucky McKee did my first show and he went on to make May and different projects and uh my friend James who just finished up uh, that movie called Stillwater here uh, he he actually several years ago came down and we did a free movie that he did at Bad Grannies and uh now 6 7 years later he's making you know he's, he came here and made a movie where the budget was uh, 85 or uh, 80 Eighty five thousand or eighty five hundred dollars for just catering while he was here. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's a low budget. And he's also worked on Sharknado and a bunch of other funny projects. But but the funny thing is, he was like that. Like he called me up and he's like, "Man, you know, I, I don't. No one really lets me in their film festivals, and I don't oh. really have any. I don't know anybody." And and I'm just like, "Well, if you if you're willing to come from California, I'll hook you up." Yeah. yeah. And stuff. And so you know, he came. But but that's the thing. It's like after the fact. A lot of them will come back if I really want, but I'm just to the point of I just like to save those spots for people that that need that that exposure, that, you know, for people that haven't got there yet. Because once you're there, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier than it is when you're not. And I just feel like we have so many talented people in the state, and I can't do the show forever. Mm-hmm. And 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 every show in in town and every show that that comes here should always realize that if you think it's all about the money, then by the time you stop doing the show, no one's going to miss it. They're just going to move to the next event. Right. But if you do a show where it's about the people and the people really care and and you like, like for instance, I told, uh, like I got interviewed by a thing the other day and, and they had said like, wow, what do you think, you know, about all these conventions, whatever. And I said, well, you know, it's funny. My show's been $11 for like the last six years here and the fairgrounds is not, the price ain't the same at the fairgrounds mm. mm-hmm. you know i paid probably 50 cents a chair and now i pay like a dollar 50 for a chair and mm-hmm. i ordered 270 of them so i mean and, and it's like i said i'm not a nonprofit, and i've not got like 40 sponsors to pay for everything for me and uh which i'm glad because i don't right. want that i right. think like you know i'll be honest if it is truly a nonprofit show then yeah no one should make any money but if i'm gonna make money then i'm gonna spend my own money to to make it and I'm gonna have it exactly a hundred percent my way. That's why right. I just turned down of you know, like a five thousand dollar sponsorship from like Yahoo or something, you know, and Amazon and a bunch of people and like they all wanna be involved, you know, and they all wanna do it, but all I can hear them say is is well, what about these type of people? Why are they uh-huh. there, and and why do you have a like? Why do you have this as a host, and why do you have that as this person, and why do you have so much of this involved? And I just know, like, you know, you think that doesn't exist, but it, but it really sure does. does exist, you know. And, oh yeah. And it's like Facebook. I mean, recently, Facebook has really shown you, like, from your friends that you've known your whole life, what they really think about things that they don't talk about. Because, like I always say, when they, when Obama was in office, you had eight years of people being mad about things, but nobody really, like, music and art and everything. American Idol was big for the last 10, 12 years. I mean, it just shows, like, like Star Search was big when Reagan was in office, you know. Some things some things happen, and everybody feels like, wow, you know. But then you get this fork in the road, and now you have, like, hip-hop guys and metal guys and punk rock guys and convention people all need to be aware that the, the scene is getting ready to go into a whole different direction. Mm. Because pretty soon you're going to get people that's going to feel like well I'm going to express my views as a cosplayer and I don't care what people say if it offends them because I want to get online and I want to get likes and unfortunately unfortunately we live in a world that celebrates everything that can get online that that's evil or bad versus like I give this girl a really good puppy and if the puppy <laughs> is a picture of her with it maybe we're going to get a lot of likes but if I was to but if I took a puppy and hit a girl with the puppy I would be like well thanks thanks uh Howard Stern. Uh yeah, I was on this you know, I mean that's like that's what well, that's what we live like. And for me it's like I don't want to turn my convention <clears throat> into something so that I can get likes or you know, prestige or, you know, whatever about because it's not about me. It's about it's about you know me helping my friends who do the show achieve something greater than they've ever achieved. So they don't have to work a crappy job when they have so much skill like you know it's like oh. to be such an Im- unbelievable writer and then have to spend your time working at mcdonald's is like should be like a in the 10 commandments you know <laughs> let me
2: uh i'll i'll break in there and ask you because now now i'm really curious give me like your top three vendors they can be new or returning but i think it sounds like yeah. You know, I'd be very interested, like, the things you're excited about having. So they might be new people because you like giving the opportunity. But, I mean, yeah. what what is, if, um, if you could remove yourself from the process of creating the show, what three things that you know are going to be there would you be most excited to see?
4: Well, the thing that I'm always excited about, you know, is I have a lot of different friends that return. Like, this year, my friend Robert uh, won't be here because he's secretly, at my show, he totally hates football. And this is the best part about it. Even though he hates football, Dak Prescott... He does all the graphic designs for the Dallas Cowboys. So anything you see on TV, <laughs> that guy does. Really? So yeah. So he's he you know he's pretty secure in what he does there. And so what's funny is is because Dak Prescott just blew up with the Dallas Cowboys, he can't do the Monster Carnival because he's got it even though they didn't even go to the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl's already passed, he's got to spend all this time building, getting rid of all the Tony Romo promotion and making it all Dak Prescott-oriented. Right, right. Yeah. He's got it,
2: and the, the man has a deadline. The,
3: the, the Sting as the intimidation coach for the Cowboys skit,
2: it's crazy
3: It's hilarious Have you seen it? No yeah i heard of yeah, it Yeah it's hilarious I'll show it to you guys yeah. It's the best of I mean, And it's
4: funny
2: because like Because
3: I love pro, pro wrestling Oh yeah is, so. Oh I'm coming at you Oh <laughs> that
2: sting That makes a lot
0: more
3: sense Yeah
0: What
2: I
4: did is was magic. Is I went to the Dallas Cowboys And I said You know one time We were playing in Goldenberry And this guy came over <laughs> And he said uh, <laughs> He said I want you to play Don't stand so close to me And I was like exactly
2: Security <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what this other skit is, well, okay. and I already like that right? one. Right? I was like, I like I, I just, this one better. Yeah. Okay. But,
4: you know that, that that would be that one. I was but, a little
2: confused, and but, I li- but, yeah. and, but it would have worked. I expected it to work, but, and it would have worked. But I always
4: look forward to seeing like because like with him, he, he puts all of his own money into building like his hobbies, and so he did this whole like board game, and he brought it to the show just to, just to check it out, and then. He made all these masks that he sells at the show and he sells them real cheap and kids. And it's funny because people don't even realize, like, a- as far as his significance. I mean, this, if you, if, I mean, how many people watch watch Dallas Cowboys? And how many right, people. Right, as far as you
2: know, eyes seeing his stuff. Yeah.
4: yeah. And, and so it's, it's awesome because you have like something like that or like, um, you know, like a classic, Jerry Bennett, you know, you get oh, that. Yeah. you know, Jerry, I love, love that man. You know, Jerry does all these shows and does all this different stuff. But what's always funny is, is that, I like to always put Jerry in an environment to where he's near people that he's not really ever been near. So I always intentional Because the thing about conventions are a lot of people want to be by their best friends, which I understand that. But if they live in the same city, I try to put them by people that will be like, wow, you're really talented. Wow, you know, I, I actually own a major business in California that does art for, say, 300 movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. We will you put know. that thing on 300 yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, right. so, and so basically it's like it's always fun to, to do that because I do get a lot of interesting people like – Um, you know, like Bombs Away, for instance, you know, they're like a local group from the Paseo and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and Dustin and all of them is really, yeah, he's totally awesome. And so uh, I'm talking to him actually about playing my music, my band, they act human at his, at, at his place. So, but, but even before we did the show, you know, even before even his brother helped me get the cover of the Gazette, they didn't do, they hadn't done my show, but it was like, there's always such a great, like, you meet people and things happen and then like you help them and they help you. And it's like, that's the way Oklahoma, that's the way Oklahoma's grows, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's funny because a license plate should really be like Oklahoma's logo shouldn't be Oklahoma's just okay. It should be like Oklahoma helps each other. Yeah, You know, because I mean, I think like when, when whoever, whoever thought Oklahoma was just okay, really showed how pissed off
2: they were when they were making them license plates. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let me think yeah. of something. Uh, uh, it's the musical, you guys. It is, it that is. thing is not that good. Yeah. I'm just saying. They unpopular.
1: They never say it's okay. In they the song. It, yeah. Go, okay. And do they
4: realize the Outsiders
1: is the new Oklahoma okay. musical,
0: according to Tulsa. <laughs>
2: Devin is doing the whole
0: thing. I am running to right the now.
1: lyrics in my head, actually. And no, uh, yeah. you're doing fine
0: yeah it's it never uh, said Oklahoma. Oklahoma and at the very
1: end Oklahoma okay yeah. but they never and plus say plus it was Oklahoma probably is right is by okay. a guy
4: who wrote that at the Brown Derby Club in 1922 while he was <laughs> sitting there going so Sally I got this really great play for a place called Oklahoma it wasn't your brother from there <laughs> well anyway it's a song that's like Claremore Oklahoma. Watson Claremore Oklahoma no, doesn't tell. that sound doesn't that sound like horses Oklahoma you know,
2: that's, it's it's that's crazy. That's an actual line. Right. Here, that's my. I'm
1: taking a step back. <laughs> Josh, Josh, <laughs> hashtag, I've got a great investment in our yeah. state songs. So. Hashtag yeah. Josh's
2: unpopular opinion that yeah. that musical sucks. Yeah, yeah. but they talk about Claremore.
0: You're not
3: hurting my feelings.
2: I, good. That's a great. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So. If you are taking it personally <laughs> right. that I think Oklahoma sucks as a musical, <laughs> as a
3: musical, no, it's terrible mm-hmm. as a musical. It's pro- but you want to know what a great musical is. Freaking fantastic. Hamilton, Seven Brothers. See, everybody Hamilton, has an opinion. Hamilton, Every, uh, Hamilton Gilbert and no. Sullivan, Gilbert and <laughs> Sullivan. What's Gilbert her beautiful high. Anyway, well, this we took a, digress.
2: This took an odd turn.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I really? like think uh, our really podcast in, took an odd turn in the wheelhouse of the Monster <laughs> Carnival. Because if I were to show up in Seven Brides for Seven Do brothers It brothers costume, Do It, uh, all, at all Seven some Brides some and Seven Do brothers, That to yeah. Well, I'll you
4: definitely know Count Gregor would get it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, really. you're like, well, you know, actually I seen the show when it was 100%. brand new.
3: They actually opened
4: for uh, they actually Frank Sinatra opened for them. Right. And I remember Frank, he was he was an opening act and everybody's like, oh my god, we got Frank Sinatra again. But you know, now he's really big and it turned out real good for him.
1: Yeah. It right? worked out okay.
4: Well, thanks, out. Count. It's, um, <laughs> right. That's a great thing. I mean, and that's that one hundred
2: Okay, now I want you to dress as the Seven Brides and Seven Brothers just <laughs> yeah, to go see I Count do. Gregor. Yeah. Really? Because if that's I not that com- Exactly yeah. the reaction, <laughs> I will be amazed. Yeah, and you That's know fantastic. Count
4: Gregor too, you know. I I always look forward to doing the show you know, for Count Gregor too, because it's like, you know, his importance there again, like I always say every year is that his importance is really, really great. And it's just like one of those things like, you know, at his graveside, he will have, he will have a monument of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now yes. he may not have the accolades that say somebody else gets, but he's going to have all the accolades and all the people that'll show up from, oh, the, yeah. and, and from a huge age group. Because the thing about the count is, is that, you know, he's like, Always like that super trooper guy. Like, you know, I always tell him he can let whoever he wants in. He can have whatever he wants at the show. Whatever he wants me to do, I'll I'll, I'll pretty much do. And he doesn't want anything. He never asks for anything. He never asks for money. He doesn't want anything. And I just always, like, just go, wow. You know, here's a guy that's 80 years old, and this is the mark of excellence that he is. And then I get an email from... Uh, you know somebody who's like well I would like to come to your show and I did this one movie and I would like to have you know five thousand dollars and I need this and, this and this and this and this and that and this and that and so you look up the movie because even though I'm I know about a, I know about a billion films and if I don't know about it I'm thinking you're gonna have a hard time getting money from me man. right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I mean I, I even know of films that were like you know cost like like uh, what's that like uh like zombies and like peace, love, zombies—that was made here. So I know of like all of these crazy things, you know, from all over the nation. Because I just love short films and indie films, and I like to support them. And so that's the thing. It's like I get more excited about bringing a director that nobody knows who's willing to drive in his car with his buddies, like driving to yeah. California, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just because they just want to—they just want to see what your show's about or, or whatever. And but you know, but but it's just like too. I just always feel like you know, as the years progress. Uh, there's so many more shows that come here and I feel like, you know, I'm really, like the thing that I started off trying to do in the beginning was to make a show that would make others want to do shows and mm. maybe not always like how I'm doing them but to to create a scene because like, I did, the, I went to Tulsa, I did a show there, now there's, I mean, I did it before Tokyo and Tulsa and I did it before everything. So, not being in Tulsa and seeing how they're doing shows makes me feel like I had my mark on that Mm -hmm. regardless if anybody would give me an, an accolade about it or not. But I, I just know like when I came to Oklahoma city, it was the same way. It's like, you know, you had like Sunacon and you had like AzumaCon. But for the most part, I just passed out flyers to people that had never heard of any of them mm-hmm. things, you know, like and not just one flyer, but like thousands, young people, old people. And I just thought, wow. And now the same people I pass flyers out to that does my show goes to AzumaCon and goes to Sunacon. And, they, and they're and they like, wow, you know, and they're excited to go to whatever comes here. If Geek yeah. Omacon or Wizard World, whoever comes here, they're going to go to it. But at the same time, you know, I, I always wanted. To people to realize that you don't really have to have movie stars and you don't really have to have $45 prices and VIP passes and video game rooms and, and all that stuff to have a convention because right. every convention has... If you wait, you get it. Like, for me, I don't have video games at my show because SuperBitCon's got them. And I don't really do a lot of anime because Tokyo and Tulsa and Azimicon's got it. Right. And then, with, with SoonerCon, it's like, I just I just make my shows really exciting. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but it's just like, you know, but... <laughs> but at the same time, I do have SoonerCon involved in my show, and I have uh, New World Comic Con involved in my show, and I have people from SuperBitCon involved, and, and it's great because... I love to see BC at my show, and I love to see the SoonerCon people. And I see Brian from New World. Brian actually from New World has a booth at my show as well. Oh, good. And so, good. so that's that's the great thing is, is I feel like, man, you know, the things that I wanted to happen, like bringing all these people together in town and not being like a competition or not being anything, I really see it. I just would love to see that at other shows because I feel like after I'm done doing this, I I, I don't want to see like it just oh, they all don't see each other again because they all mm, have their mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. like things. And, uh, and for me, it's like, you know, it's just ridiculous because it's like, it's like podcasts, for instance, if, if you were to hate on podcasts, you wouldn't know where to start because there's billions of them, you Mm -hmm. know, online. But if a podcast likes you guys and you like a podcast, then you're going to be known because Mm -hmm. everybody, you know, it's all about being stronger is about bringing a group of people together and using their, all their strength together as one. Like Superman may be the most strongest person, but if all the Justice League teams up, he's got no chance because...
3: Because Batman's there.
4: Because that's the thing. It's like Batman is the guy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Batman is the guy that always proves a point. To me, Batman is like a perfect example of a convention. Batman is a convention that only certain people go to that only has its own stylization that is totally going to be that way. And it's not about having big stars and it's about not having thousands of dollars worth of promotion. On the flip side, Superman is like Wizard World. It's like... I have. It's going to be all there. It's going to be superhuman. It's going to have superpower, but does it have the humanity that Superman's got? That's the question. Is it more like Lex Luthor or is it more like Superman? Because it has all the strengths and powers. Cause These Lex, are metaphors that I can get on. Yeah. Board. Well, well yeah. as you know, so, you know, Lex Luthor emu- emulates everything that that Superman is in his acts. So he may not have super strength, but he will have superpower. You know, if he doesn't can't fly, he will own an air force, and so. Wizard World and shows of that nature are on the aspect where they have the ability to bring all the things that Superman could bring. But do they also have the humanity to go, man, you know what? It'd be great if those 15-year-old kids that have $5 could come to our show, but we may not be making a show for them. We may be making a show for $45 apiece people. And that's fine if that's what they want to do. But I just don't want people to say we're the biggest convention in town or we're the biggest thing that ever happened here or we're the geekiest of this or we're the nerdist of that because, you know, when it all falls down to the facts of the matter, the thunder still draws more people to any event, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like, we 8,000 people came to the Day of Dead event in, in the Plaza District and there was no movie stars or even, like, you know. But but that's, that's the thing that we need to realize as people that put on these shows is that if we really want to take them to a level, we need to get off our butts and get on the streets and pass out flyers and go find people that don't or that are not nerds that are not geeks that don't like the comic books and show them that hey would you like I know you like that Wolverine movie and that's all you like but would you like to see what that world's like you know come to a convention where you can see it's like by people that are not elitist because yeah. mm-hmm. because I always say I'd, I'd rather watch a zombie film than watch any other style of horror film and when it comes to superheroes I always love Doctor Strange you know just because the you know the the artwork, uh, the storylines they were not like the bubblegummy as you would get like when you first start reading comics and you read the older fashion you know the, you know the old ones they were made in a generation that believed that all young people were stupid and they needed yes. to have like look over there let's go fight oh my gosh let's do that <laughs> next week Flash Gordon will end up discovering you know and it's like and that was great for a certain generation but to a new generation that has that reads books and is in, which started in about 1960. You know they they basically still did that to the '60s and '70s. I mean, like with Adam West and like with you know Nick you know Jack you know Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton Batman. You know it's like that stylization. Even Suicide Squad, like you know they still it's like DC's like man, we still got to rub that that kiddie comic dirt on top of it just a little bit, just a little bit. And and the problem is, it's like I would rather for it to be full blown cheesy look just like the comic book or be full blown completely different than the comic book than to have it whitewashed in the middle to where it's like well we're not going to put him in a yellow suit but we will put him in a tight jacket
0: yeah awesome there's there's nothing Mm -hmm. there's
4: yeah it's just that middle road but superman's lucky because people have accepted superman's look and they will almost always let him dress like superman
2: you know well you'd say that (laughs) and they make it super dark in a blue blob with no red overpants yeah Oh, I'm, you, I'm sorry, I don't have any... Side. I have no opinions you've, about that whatsoever. I have to say yeah. something. Nope. I watched no Doctor opinions.
3: Strange for the oh. first time. Oh, Same. did you too? Same. You did too? I loved it. Well, it of course I you did because loved. it had Benedict Cumberbatch well, and no! cheekbones in it. No, she would tell for. He had a one. magic cape that protected and him. And two,
2: it's right. funny. Do Mamo It is hilarious.
3: Yes. It is funnier. It is very funnier than it's No,
2: I know, but you didn't need it that. it's also very exactly Inception-like. No. what I, you needed to was it. Benedict Cumberbatch and his cheekbone. Have you
4: yes. seen a snowpiercer? Well, okay,
3: just for the record. I see a yeah, snowpiercer. Kinda, I love that with Chris real. Evans. When I seen that movie, I just kept oh wanting
2: to go. It puts the shoe on oh, the head. Oh, that's what right, that was for mm-hmm.
4: You don't put yeah. the shoe on the head if you do, you know, I, when I see when I see <laughs> Tilda Swinton, I always think about all of her other great movies like she's like i watched every movie that she has that she puts out no matter how ridiculous they are
1: um uh constantine oh yeah she
4: oh
3: i on-
1: love her in constantine only lovers in left Helmet alive Lange. oh yes yeah, she's We're the only good having thing about, movie about that marathon, movie. Devin. And yes. movie day, till yeah. yeah. the together. till the
4: swing yeah.
2: movie day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll all pick our lots favorite. Lots of popcorn, it's so good. lots of popcorn, weird. lots of soda. Yeah. Hey, there's she's words so she great. could be the next Doctor Who.
4: Yeah, well, you know, it's like me. Wait. I've always, I always Hello. liked that the girl mm. that played in that Underworld. Oh and yeah. And so, no matter she how, no matter what Underworld movies come out, I always will go see them because I always like to watch the actors. A lot of times, if I admire, them wasn't a
3: Brian Cox in the first Underworld?
4: Uh. I'm not real sure and stuff. I think there was children in that movie. So I don't know if they would let him.
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm
4: talking about okay. Brian Singer. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, no, 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 I was wrong so I was like wait. I was, like, no,
0: no, no. Uh, I was trying to make a joke there but I just Brian got Cox's
3: lost. Brian Cox the original yeah.
4: man of oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I I, I want to first off, I want to get back cuz the sorry, underground the, the monster Carnival is is, is one to 9 on Saturday. It
2: is Saturday,
0: March March 4th. 4th, 2017. And the at arts. the
3: arts center, arts. yeah, the fairgrounds. hobby, yeah, hobby, hobby arts, that's it, yeah, hobby, art. hobby arts,
0: arts. Hobby arts. A building.
4: But yeah, but basically, even if you go to the fairgrounds, I'll have signs everywhere that'll say, and there'll be a ticket booth, and you know, the good thing is, a lot of people have gone, and since it's a six-year, uh, a lot of new people will show up, and people outside. I'm going to the be there next, be like, Hey Next week, yeah. yeah
2: okay, you were talking about things going on in the evening. What time do you open in the morning? Uh, we
4: open at one p.m. And, and the afternoon. Yeah, afternoon. And, and the first fifty people that come we'll get these like little bitty uh like little happy meal style like little funny monster <laughs> boxes that we had made <laughs> and uh Sweet. and inside of those will be all kinds of like random goodies but the really cool thing and i'm just going to tell you guys because of uh <laughs> we won't uh, tell anyone well we well i know you guys will, tell will tell keep it so secret but <laughs> but but what's really awesome is, right is i actually got a sponsor t- this year and like I said, you guys are the first to hear this, and so you can tell people. But Ooh. the first fifty people that get there, we got a sponsor that is put ten dollar gift certificates in every single box. So it costs eleven dollars to get in. So if you're one of the first people, you either pay a dollar to get in, or you will get like basically four dollars back if you're under seven. Oh, and nice. And so, uh, so get yeah, I had a guy. Nice. Yeah, I had a guy actually donate. Uh, uh, rink gallery donated $500 <coughs> gift certi- or $500 worth of gift certificates just for the first 50 wow, people. That's Excellent. Fantastic. That's also yeah. awesome. you yeah. actually yeah. get that a gift certificate. Awesome. In there. Yeah.
3: Oh, and uh, just as a little bit of an announcement cuz I'm probably certain that we're about to wrap this up. We are well, officially announced as Super Bitcoin sponsors officially. It's yes. on their page and I'm super excited we are hosting the cosplay competition. So yeah. And you guys are gonna be
4: like, and up next we got little Lily who's wearing this costume. Hey, did you know this costume looks a lot like that TV show? That <laughs> I, remember that one TV show we watched? And They're like, really? and they're really? like we're not looking at each
2: other right, going, you, "You nailed it." This is yeah. this yeah. is We've why this, this is why we're not. Uh-huh. You've, you've done why this is why we're before. not allowed to be the judges. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah.
3: Right. I got to pick the judges this year uh, because I work with. Super we are the best ed. digressors.
2: Yes,
0: that's our. And I want to digress to something else because Art, you brought this up, and it was your band. I want yeah, to talk about I they act about the human I, before before anyone is if you haven't heard. Can of we this play? Year, can we play some? I'm playing it right now. This is uh, this is uh, they act human art Sunday right now. Let's even get this played. Oh, it's not on there. There we go. Now we got it. And I gotta say, that's so this,
3: Castlevania. This, it really, <laughs> the entire, Ooh, the entirety,
0: all, all this music. You can find this on SoundCloud, and you've also got it on Reverb, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, Reverb Nation. Human.
4: Yeah, it's called uh, They Act Human. And my take on the band is more like not really focused all music, but just focused as a project. Uh, for years, I played in a band and always did music, but I never thought about really starting a project and just making it a project so I don't have to focus and say well I'm a band or on this or that because sometimes if you label yourself as one thing then you have to stay at that dedicate yourself yeah to and that. so yeah. I decided that I would do a fanzine which I have a fanzine called they act human and the fanzine is about the different people that I played music with throughout the years and the kind of, like, struggles that you go to. Like, for instance, I have a guy that's got a big sign that says don't eat tofu, and that represents the guy in the band that's always the so the guy that's always conscious about the environment and stuff, but at the same time, he has a foot that's like a giant razor blade that, that destroys everything he walks on, so it's kind of like <laughs> flacking where it's like, well, it's not really bad for us, but... Uh, it's going to destroy Oklahoma at the same time. And so I kind of did an homage to these kind of things because I'd always play in bands with a guy that would be on stage, like just telling people how it should be. And then when he wasn't on stage, he was totally the opposite of everything he said. Or like uh, you have the guy in the band that's like has flowers in one hand because he always has a girlfriend and he has a knife in the other because he's thinking about killing her also. And then he has a target on his chest Because he's always fallen for the right or wrong person, you know. So each picture is kind of a depiction of just stories and different attitudes I had. And so, like with the music, I basically wanted to take and write, like, what if a group of robots discovered modern technology? Because I felt like humans have all this modern technology, but we simplify it. So we write dubstep, but the ability to take a computer, you can write, like, I'm writing six to seven different parts with multiple layers of timings over top of, you know, I'm just pushing my limit because I felt like if I was a computer and I had technology, I would take that technology and write music beyond what humans are doing because why would you, why would you simplify things? Like why would you buy a calculator if you're only going to use it to add? Right. You know? And so I just always believe that's why the phones we have now have more technology than the phones of the, the past because people want to do more and they want to take advantage of it. And I just feel like, so I started the band and called it They Act Human, being a joke that the robots act human because they want to be, you know, because like Isaac Asanoff and iRobot or Blade Runner or any of these movies, the central focus of data, you know, data from Star Trek has always been they want to achieve human ability. So, you know, basically I just took all my songs and there's pieces of it from movies and different things. So like, if you listen to it, you'll find that Wow, that kind of sounds kind of familiar. And there's no loops or samples, none of this stuff is This is all original stuff. Yeah, I I write it note for note. Like, it takes me five hours just to write the drums in some cases, and I might work on it for a week solid, just writing, just getting... I mean, I write three keyboard parts, a bass part, a guitar part, sometimes a second guitar part, and then I write a drum part, and sometimes even a percussion part. But I take painstaking time to, to make sure that it's as detailed and as abstract and or complex as I possibly can because I'm not, like I said, it's not about... I'm not at the point where I want to try to be American Idol or I want like a billion people to discover it and just go oh my god it's so crazy I want to dance to it or I like this or whatever I just want people to hear it like I want people to hear it and go this really sucks this is totally terrible or this is really great
0: (laughs) well and this it's all it's all instrumental Uh, and and so there's there's no words which I love if if anyone out there loves the uh, soundtracks uh, especially, there, a lot of them remind me of the uh, video game well, soundtrack.
3: Like I said, I was like, "That's Castlevania." Earlier,
2: there was one that I specifically said made me want to play Contra.
3: Yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. it's in it's in this
0: you this know music. John it's this Carpenter kind
3: of, of music that I use when I write because yes. I cannot use ma- music with lyrics in it because it's too distracting. But I need some sort of emotional. Yeah, you and art.
0: You don't. You don't. You, although you've got some stuff on the SoundCloud and Reverb Nation, you actually sell the CDs.
4: Yeah, I actually, uh, well, uh, and what they're happened... Actually, they're actually selling. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, the first CD I made was a three-song with the fanzine, and I sold it at the uh, the fanzine festival that we had a while this last mm-hmm. last year. I remember that, yeah. And I actually sold out at $10 a piece. And what's funny is, is people had previously, the day before, told me I was wasting my time you know, making CDs because people don't buy CDs or people don't do this. And I'm like, are you talking for the billions of people in the world or just the 10 or 20 you might know, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I always say there's always there's always a person that'll say VHS tapes are not popular, and then there'll be a person that's like, well, I got 10,000 of them in my house.
3: Okay. Well, like, records are making such a big comeback yeah. yeah. now. I mean, my daughter loves records, and, like, anytime we're at a record store, she will flip through and, like... Because, like, you can go to Half Price Books, and they have, like, the 99-cent bargain records that no mm. one wants, and she'll pick out four or five of them, and she just puts her headset on and in her room and listens to records all day, and she'll...
0: It's a, There's a beautiful thing about records, Yeah, still. it is. It
3: has a very special sound, yeah. and so do CDs have a different sound, cassettes have a different sound. Yeah, and, and I
4: think that's the thing. It's like, with, with technology, you can go home and create higher quality than Blu-ray for audio in your home. I mean, on your phones, you can create higher quality than DVDs or anything. And so, for me, I just kind of wanted to make a CD because I didn't want to have it in color and I didn't... I hand draw all the covers and I hand print them and I do them just like I would have done it like if it was 1992 and I was playing (laughs) it like a punk rock show. But I think that's part of the appeal, too, is because I feel like as robots, you know, when you if you had a robot band, robots would also have all this technology and printers, but would they also use it? Because maybe they also want to be like humans and be like, I don't use a printer because it's like, you know, why why use it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like... Hipster it's, it, robots. It, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so basically, I kind of do it all as... For my own purpose to laugh and to have fun and if other people get it they get it but i don't i you know i think like another back in the days i would write music and i was so concerned about what people thought and what people want like all think i think a lot of young people do and i think that's like with cosplay or like with vending you know you got to step back from your own self and say this is who i am this is who i'm going to be and this is what i want to be about and if people like it they like it if they don't they don't because if not, I would have singing on it and I would have the music would not be off time and it would be just as focused as. But it would also be like, wow, that sounds really beautiful. OK, what else we got? Yeah. You know, because, right. because if it's not interesting, then then it's just <coughs> one of the other seven other same things going on, you know. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so I just have always kind of been like. You know, so what if a thousand? So what if you don't get as many people as somebody else, or so what if you don't get as many listeners as somebody else? If I got like a thousand people to come to my show, and I get like a hundred people a year to listen to my music, then I would just be just as content because I got people listening, which means that I'm doing something that is getting heard,
0: and people are enjoying it.
4: Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's why. So like with my CDs, it's like it was a real big shock for me because to sell out at ten dollars a piece at a fanzine event where they're all punk rock people and you're playing music like this where most punk rock people would be like, oh, I hate all that electronic music. But it's like, it's not necessarily electronic music. I just do it on electronic stuff. And that's why I yeah, call it electronic, yeah. you know, because my day electronic music was like craft work And, le- yes. and, and, men, and men, you know, men Without Hats was electronic music. And right. so it was like, and so it was uh, like Duran Duran was electronic music. Depeche it's Mode just now all those bands are now considered not to be. And so when people think electronic, they think you're automatically talking about like, straight you know doff punk or something
0: and so and let's talk to I in mean, Devo without Devo come on I yeah mean, yeah what is music without Devo? I feel
2: like that's a question that should be asked constantly guys oh, yeah guys uh, what, about Devo? What, about what about Devo yeah
0: are we not men we are Devo <laughs> are we not men D-E-V-O okay that's all I gotta say
4: and so I just and so I just think it's you know it's funny because it's like I spent so much time doing Monster Carnival That I never really got to focus on doing music and I did that for a long time so I took like about six years off and you know did the show and did all these other things and now it's like the show runs smooth and you know and I don't know the future if I'll take a break off next year not do it again or do it for the next five years it's just that I just want to make. I just finally wanted to do something for myself. Like I love helping people and I love doing things, but I really was like, I just want to do something for myself. And even if it's selfish, I just want to be able to to do something that'll make me happy every day and make music I want to listen to and just, you know, whatever and stuff. And so it's fun because when the minute I started, you know, having no pressure of trying to be signed or trying to please people, I wrote sixty songs in two months and sold, uh, I think i think i've sold uh somewhere over 30 cds and i've only made about 30 cds you know nice. i mean i sold actually to be i think i actually sold uh about 60 so far yeah
0: and your 10 song cd will be sold at, this the, monster weekend, Carnival. at the monster yeah Carnival, and they're so. only
4: going to be 20 of those so there'll be
0: 20 oh, of them dude
4: and it will come with uh it'll come with a song that's not online and songs that are not online but it will also have a few older ones that i had online previously that i've remixed now and uh, they will also have a fanzine with it, and then, uh, but coming up uh, in May or sometime during the summer, I'm doing a show at Bombs Away, and I'm going to do a show at the uh, the Parish, and then I've applied for different festivals, and so I'm going to put out a definitive 13 song that'll be available forever. Uh, I just, but, but with these early releases, these are just personal ones to me, and for me, it's like I don't know. I enjoyed the era when you could only go buy a couple of things from bands. You know, it's like yeah. now it's like with iTunes. You meet a band and, like, they don't even have anything for sale at their shows, but they're like, oh, we've well, we got our music on iTunes. Yeah. And it's like, I don't got anything it's all to... It's
3: about the swag <laughs> for me. When it, I'm yeah. actually going to a concert tomorrow, Sunday. The good, good old days when you see it and, and they'd be back in the pa-
0: parking lot with, the gr- with their the trunk open and, and your, you know, all that stuff. Yeah.
3: yeah, That's when you get to meet them and, you know, talk to yeah. them and I'm buy them their days. stuff. That's, that's the best part. Yeah.
0: Um, so we do, we do have to wrap it up, but we do want to mention uh, the Underground Monster, Monster Carnival tribal. this Saturday, the 4th, from 1 to 9 at State Fairgrounds. And go out and show some love for, for Art and all the things he's doing because Aww. we want to make sure it happens <laughs> next year as well. It's a
1: fantastic time. Just yeah, I'll just be there. go and check it out. You're, you never gonna be know there. what you're going to find. i be Possibly there. Possibly
2: dressed like Seven Brides for Seven I have brothers. a Vincent
1: Price yeah. t-shirt because of Unster- Underground Monster Carnival.
2: Devin might be there dressed I, as Megan. I've Negan. been told just that saying. I need Maybe. to
3: look like uh, Daryl. Yeah, me and we've already decided I'm gonna, gonna be oh, here oh, on. you guys got this worked yeah. out. Yeah, okay. and uh, no, uh, what is it? Nobody knows. It's from uh, John Wick Two. What's her name? Can't that really and I, I can't do it. Joanna Wick. I am still I was
0: still depressed Steve. after the first one.
3: <laughs> I, I
1: couldn't I couldn't even do the first. After
0: one After the dog. Fifteen guy minutes in, I'm right.
4: like
1: done. I'm out. The, is it yeah. the boogeyman? Yeah, what's I'm really the queen. I'm the queen of does the dog die? I'm out. Like we're done. Anyway, yes, exactly. digress. Really Spoilers, cheese. My wife,
4: my wife yeah. stopped watching Game of Thrones after the first episode after they killed the dog. She yeah. was like, oh, that was I
1: don't so think bad. I want to watch this show. The direwolf body count is. She made the high. right call. At this point, she made the right
2: call. Right call.
0: Too.
1: Yeah. Right. If only
2: I had been so wise in the first episode.
0: I still love oh, it, and I, my so my loving. wife and I are looking forward to watching. Love we're going to sit there it. and watch them all again before mm-hmm. the new Whoops. season starts. Wow. It's be awesome. And, and wear armor during it. Staring into the abyss. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. And, and speaking of my my wife has just read the Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Holy crap! It you is guys. And, that and is ready Hulu Hulu. That is
1: on my top five so of all time.
0: I, I've got to read it too soon, she, oh, but she Atwood. read it. She she really enjoyed it. So
3: Atwood for oh, Life, Ruby Rose, the girl from Ruby oh, Rose. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Okay. Everyone says I look like her.
0: There we go. So go mm-hmm. see go see Art Sunday. Go get a CD, definitely, uh, and and, uh, and enjoy Underground Monster Carnival because it's gonna be a lot of fun. And we want to make sure that events like this keep happening. That we do showcase the local talent that we've got here yeah. in, in the state and in the city. So so that's going to do it for our show. Uh, you can also find us on our brand new website, OKGeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Okageek podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Nikki, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web?
3: People can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter and also on the Facebook page. Devin. You can find me in the
1: Twitterverse at Webba.
2: Josh. Twitter's great. Twitter. I
0: tweet a lot. He does tweet a lot at His Joshua opinions. Unruh. Yes, opinions. that's right.
2: It's opinions. He has opinions lots about and things. And I have opinions. opinions. I had opinions about Flash this morning, and they're morning. usually pretty funny. I have opinions about Riverdale earlier in the week. Yeah, by what the are way, your opinions tire fire like
3: Criminal Minds. Yeah, um, you watch. Is you even no know.
2: opinion an opinion? Yeah. Is the fact that it's basically snow? Like, my approach to Criminal Minds is, yeah, that just looks like, it's just, wow.
0: By the way, way, Nikki and I went to, uh, we met up at Luton XP. XP. I played Lords of Waterdeep for the first time. Oh,
2: you met Nikki at at Luton XP and played Lords of Waterdeep. I know somebody somewhere is shocked, but it's not me.
0: I I had never played it before. I I only couldn't go because
1: I was buying a new...
0: We really enjoyed it. Go out there. That's it also very of fun. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at K O S U Michael C. We are now on Patreon, which you can join at patreon.com slash Okie Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Art Sunday, I'm Michael Cross.
1: I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Devin Green.
0: And I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.